Welcome to Moment Permission. This is Dr. Fred Foy Strang, and I'm so glad you're joining me. Our mission, whether it is our own personal mission quest, our family's goals, or the mission of our organization, I think is ultimately dependent upon things we can't see and are hard to measure. However, this nebulous commodity has the power to float or sink any vision. Today on Moment for Mission, I want us to consider inward mission. Well, it's time for a Fred Foy fact. Seeing something clearly is an amazing thing, whether we are speaking figuratively or literally. For most of my life, I was terribly nearsighted. I couldn't see much beyond the end of my nose. As you can imagine, this was a serious safety issue working in remote contexts in East Africa and a significant hindrance to my day-to-day life. Well, some years ago, I had LASIK surgery on both eyes. Wow! I remember my extreme joy as I woke up the morning after with the plastic eye guards and swelling all temporarily prohibiting best results, but being able to actually see the face of my lovely wife. I'm thankful daily for that inward vision of clarity that I now have. In a manner similar to the improvement of my eyesight, we have to have a clarity of our mission and vision that allows us to truly see beyond the fog to the reality of our direction and our goal. I call this our inward mission, that unseen and unmeasured commodity that is precisely what I'm talking about when I say inward mission. What I bring to the table may include my expertise, my education, my training to do a certain task. However, it is that other something, that invisible reality that determines whether the application of my expertise, education, or training has a chance of success. Well, what am I talking about? Perhaps you could label it your drive, your passion, your inner strength, your mojo, your commitment. It's that thing that you can't make up. You can't get a degree in it or a certificate for it. It's something that comes from the depths of who you are. As I'm recording this podcast, the United Nations has just concluded its meeting in New York City. There was one presenter that clearly showed how an inward mission empowers the outward manifestation of that mission. Now, you can agree or disagree with the position of the speaker. My point is for us to consider the relationship of the inward mission and the outward mission. Who am I talking about? Well, if you followed along, I bet you know. It's the 16-year-old Swedish environmental activist Greta Thunberg. Listen to her recent speech and see if you can see what I'm talking about. Inner strength. It's that power of the soul. It's the core strength of a person. It's a different concept than mental strength or physical strength. In Hinduism, there's a Sanskrit term, 
Atma Bala, which means the strength of the Atman or the strength of the true self, a spiritual strength, an inner vitality, or you could say a soul force. When our mission is seemingly simple, even mundane or grandiose is of really no matter when we consider inward mission. We all, as individuals or organizational entities, face challenges to the achievement of our mission. But so often, it is the simple back-to-basics focus that can help us with our persistence and perseverance when things become challenging and difficult. Mother Teresa said this, Be faithful in small things, because it is in them that your strength lies. Alan Rufus wrote, Your inner strength is your outer foundation. Here's a proverb. If an egg is broken by an outside force, then life ends. If an egg is broken by an inside force, then life begins. So (laughs) great things do happen from the inside. Danish philosopher and theologian Soren Kierkegaard penned in his spiritual writings a commentary on getting back to the basics of faith and inward mission that drives an outward manifestation of it. He's commenting on Matthew chapter 6.33, a famous passage that Jesus spoke in his Sermon on the Mount. Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness. Kierkegaard writes this, But what does this mean? What am I to do? What kind of striving is it which can be said that it seeks or desires the kingdom of God? Ought I get a position corresponding to my abilities and powers in order to bring this about? No, you are first to seek the kingdom of God. Ought I then to give all my fortune to the poor? No, you are first to seek the kingdom of God. But does this then mean that in a sense there's nothing for me to do? Quite right. There is, in a sense, nothing. In the very deepest sense, you are to make yourself nothing, to become nothing before God, to learn to keep silent. It is in this silence that you begin to seek what you must first do, the kingdom of God. This is so poignant in this age of programmatic, entertainment-driven church experience. Maybe church folks, of which I am included, maybe I should be asking myself, what does it really mean to put God's kingdom first? While I am pontificating, let me add one more thought. Paul, the famous apostle to the Gentiles, wrote about this inward mission to the people in the province of Galatia. He states that the inward position is crucial to the enactment of the Missio Dea, the mission of God. Here's what he wrote. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me, who gave himself for me. Now, you may or may not espouse Christian faith beliefs, but the point is valid no matter what your metaphysical penchant. The inward life, the inward mission, that's what drives 
the outward mission. So what is it that drives you? What are you most passionate about? What people, places, things, causes mean the most to you? What is it that governs you, that causes you to be who you are? What is it on the inside that determines what is on the outside? Know your mission from the inside out. When your mission is empowered from within, then its outward expression will follow. This is Dr. Fred Foy-Strang. Thanks for joining me, and have a great day.